Hello, hello, Mahometa. Kamusta naman kay Jan? Kamusta kay Jan? Ito na, officially po. Officially, nagiging Maharlika Republic na po tayo. Napasa ng ating mga napakagaling, napakahusay na mga mambabatas ang itong panghenyong uh, initiative na to, itong Maharlika Fund. Sigurado sa pangalan pa lang mga kameta, itong Marlika Fund will attract all sorts of positive, superlative reaction from investors, informed journalists, experts, leaders all around the world. Kasi of course, alam naman natin kasaysayan ng Marlika, di ba? The best yan. So ngayon, excited na tayo guys. Magla-launch tayo ng um, potentially one of the smallest sovereign wealth funds out there in the world. Nothing compared to the trillion dollar, 500 billion dollar, 600 billion dollar. Medyo baka Ghana level lang yung ano natin. Uh, yung Maharlika Fund natin. Pero of course, ayon sa proponents na Maharlika Fund, mga kameta, ito na. Meron na tayong very, very effective vehicle for raising, uh, for raising Uh, necessary funds to build infrastructure Meron pa daw isang pag-aaral na sinasabi na Up to 30, 35,000 jobs daw Makikreate dahil sa Maharlika Fund Like wow, very impressive Very impressive mga kameta So Katulad ng sinabi natin kapon Ang kailangan talaga ng Pilipinas Is actually a good governance fund Because alam natin Pag nag-aaral kayo ng basic macroeconomic policy, nag-aaral kayo ng basic data studies on foreign direct investments, kung nag-aaral po tayo ng modern governance, malalaman nyo guys na if we cut down corruption, we cut down red tape, if we deal with trap of politics, if we create a degree of credibility pagdating sa international markets with the independence of our courts, with the reliability of our political institutions, with the integrity and cleanliness and competence of our leaders, Then siguradong sobrang laking mga investments na pwedeng pumasok sa Pilipinas Because one reason na maraming hindi nag-invest sa Pilipinas Among others, of course, there's logistics, there's geography, maraming factors But one big reason mga kameta is regulatory headache, nightmare na meron dito sa Pilipinas At kasama dyan yung issues ng corruption, paiba-ibang batas, paiba-ibang implementation ng batas, paiba-iba yung implementation ng batas Paiba-iba, sinasabi ng iba na rates ng mga ibang politika at different levels. Gusto pa lang dagdagan ng iba na gawin federal. So, for anyone who's bothered to actually understand the basics of the conundrum of the Philippines pagdating sa foreign direct investments, malalaman talaga natin mga kameta na isang sa pinakamalalaking problema sa Pilipinas is absence of full-fledged rule of law. Now, we have made some good strides in recent months. In fairness, someone over the past years, we have seen... Uh, that there's more and more rulings in favor of people uh, who face all sorts of injustices and and mumbo-jumbo cases in the past. I'm talking about Leila Dalima, I'm talking about Maria Ressa, among others. So there have been good moves in the right direction over the past year on many fronts. We give credit where credit is due. But the reality is, mga kameta, if tinignan mo yung, re- yung rankings ng Philippines sa corruption, yung rankings ng Philippines sa red tape, sa ease of doing business by the World Bank, Um, ang laki Ang laki ng problema ng Pilipinas mga kameta We don't punch anywhere close to our actual weight So if you look at for instance indicators like um, For instance titignan mo yung indicators like um, uh, Economic competitiveness na, ng Pilipinas Ang laki ng potential ng Pilipinas To be easily among the 50 most competitive economies on earth 
And yet, kung titignan mo yung corruption problem, titignan mo yung press freedom problem, titignan mo yung ease of, this, uh, ease of doing business problem, medyo nasa ano na, 70, 80 above na yung rankings ng Philippines. No? If, if you put more and more countries. Obviously, our ranking is better if you only put 40 countries in the list. Diba? But you can clearly see that the Philippines is uh, 70th, 80th percentile to be statistical about it pagdating sa potential. But it's around 40, 50th percentile in terms of actual performance, getting investments, etc. So there's a big differential between the actual potential of the Philippines and the ability of the Philippines to actually optimize that, maximize that. At yung isang malaking problema dyan, mga, mga kameta, is good governance. Now, speaking of good governance, speaking of good governance, panahon pa ito ni Tatay Tigong, ilan beses, ilan beses natin nakita, na yung office ni former duly elected vice president and the first runner-up in last, year, uh, last year's presidential elections, attorney Lenny Robredo, we saw that on multiple occasions. Panon pa ni Digong yan, ha? Panon pa ni Digong yan, hindi panon ng mga yan. Panon pa ni Digong, nakita natin na ilan beses nag-top yung office of the vice president pagdating doon sa accountability and transparency. At nakita din natin na even when super limited yung funds ng office of the vice president, office of Attorney Lenny Robredo and back then Vice President, um, she was able to still get a lot of bang out of very limited buck, very limited budget that she had, including wala siyang confidential funds na alam niyo na. Alright. Okay. So, oh, ano lang yan ha? Yung ano ha? Confidential lang yung <laughs> oh, Wala rin confidential fund to, di ba? Laki, ang lit ng budget pero ang dami nagawa. At kitang-kita natin ito nung panahon ng pandemic. In fact, there were interesting times when Lenny and Isko Moreno and other potential rivals were working together in the interest of the people, in the interest of the country. So mga kameta, if there is any top-level official in recent memory, obviously, there are many local government units officials that have done well. We can go to Iloilo, we can go to our own Baguio, we can go all across the country and find, we can go to Vico Soto's case. There are many, many LGU-level success cases and encouraging cases and hopeful cases around the country. No question about it. Pagdating sa national level do mga pagdating sa national level, no question about it. Lenny Robredo was the ultimate embodiment of good governance. No? At after six, seven, eight months of, I don't know, medyo travel, vlogging, ano ba? Ano bang latest kay Ma'am Lenny? Ayan, nakukutkut na itong ano na, sunburn natin. Ganun pala pag natan ka, ano? Ayan. Ano na? And after what? After a long, ano, mga kamet, after, uh, after uh, quite, uh, let's say, uh, well-deserved respite by uh, Vice President, former Vice President Lenny Robredo, we could see that she's getting back into form, into action, so done. Finally, ito na, lumabas na yung mga semi-memoir. Diba yun ang sinasabi ko last year, kailangan na memoir, kailangan reflection, kailangan na rallying cry. No? And then we also saw this announcement by both Lenny Robredo and former vice presidential candidate and Senate uh, Senator uh, Kiko Pangilinan na tuloy ang laban at they have the midterms in mind. There have been some reshuffling happening in the Liberal Party, but we know that Lenny Robredo is way more than Liberal Party. She's way more than the quote-unquote Dilaw uh, group or gang or whatever you want to call it. She is definitely way more than that. No? And, and, and the pink movement was really a constellation of different galaxies. You know? I mean, a constellation of different planetary systems. Progressives, centrists, liberals, even some conservatives who were not super happy about a potential unity team in office. So it was not just 
Delawan, etc. Let's just be very clear about it. Uh, given the merits and the merits of merits and demerits of that whole uh, political force or whatever is left of that force nowadays. So, having said that, mga kameta, kanina may, may na-tweet tayo kung saan sinabi natin na mm, kailan naman tayo magkakaroon ng good governance fund. So, there was this interview a while ago, mga kameta, with uh, Karen Davila and Senator Gachalian. So, kudos to Senator Gachalian for taking, you know, interview on a very sensitive topic in a very highly emotionally charged environment. Marami pang mga, uh, you know, the dust has not fully settled on the Maharlika issue. There are a lot of misgivings. There are a lot of negative reaction online. More than a lot of negative reaction. Mostly negative reaction online. Kitang-kita natin na marami sa ating mga kababayan, they don't have very very much confidence no dito sa sa fund na yan and please don't bring me the popularity rate of the president i'm, I'm talking about an issue to issue basis i mean we clearly see that net negative ratings in administration when, when handling inflation i won't be surprised that you know if you honestly ask people a lot most majority of our buying will have a thing or two to say about whether they feel fully confident about the marlika fund no so kanina sabi ko di sana magkakaroon din tayo ng good governance fund balang araw Para mag-focus din tayo sa institution building, making sure na modern yung ating institution. Kasi, mga kameta, kung tinignan mo yung mga institution ng Pilipinas, talagang pang-pidal. Pang-pidal ang sistema. Ito yung dynasty na in charge ng itong probinsya for the past 200 years, 50 years, whatever. O, misa kalaban pa nila isa pang dynasty sa so dalawang feudal lord na gaaway. Sila yung in charge of this and that. Yung mga bata nila in charge of barangay. Yung isang, yung isang governor. Isang, very feudal. Very backward. Very pre-modern yung system. Now, if South Arkabayan like feudal, backward, whatever, uh, ano yan, aesthetic choice na nila yan. But the problem with that is feudalism also means a lot of traponess. You know? so, so we really need a, an initiative to focus on modernizing our institutions, to make to bring us more in line with, huwag naman tayo mang, uh, mangarap na right away mag-Norway, uh, New Zealand level tayo. Kahit second world level lang. Sabi ko nga, kahit, kahit level lang, I don't know, I mean, Level ng South Korea 20 years ago. Right? Even that is a huge improvement for the Philippines. No, Forget about Norway, New Zealand. It's not gonna happen anytime soon. Alright? Huwag uh, tayo mangarap. Huwag tayo mag... Ano, feeling. Huwag natin pilitin. Alright? So, nairita ako yung mga tao. Oh, pag... Sana kung nasa New Zealand si ganun, ganun sa... We're not New Zealand. We're not Norway. Let's just accept that. But we can be definitely way better than what we are. We can be at least what South Korea was 20 years ago. Or Japan was 40, 50 years ago. Right? At certain modern institutional build, institution building level, right? So let's let's aim for what's realistic and what we can do in the short to medium run, or at least in the next ten to fifteen years, diba? So or at most rather. Um, so having said that, so nung nagpost tayo ng ganito, nagcomment si isa sa kaibigan natin si Enrico who has been writing excellent stuff on the Marlika Fund and sabi niya, why not yung angat buhay? Why not? Eto na lang mechanism chan again. I know this is gonna sound like a long shot. I saw a lot of criticism down there. Sabi, nako, pag angat buhay, lumaki yung funds nila. Mamaya, iretag yan. Mamaya, gagawa ng marites yan. Mamaya, gagawa ng issue yan. Mamaya, gagawa ng kalokohan yan. Uh, para lang to dismiss it. But my point is, something has to be done, di ba, mga kameta? And the point is, hindi naman pwede si Lenny at ang Pink Movement hanggang, ano, I mean, I'm not dismissing the great things that Angat Buhay has done for a lot of our kababayan. But my point is, we need really a kind of a national grassroots-driven movement 
for good governance and reform and something that goes beyond 2022 elections, goes beyond Leonard Robredo, goes beyond just this faction, that faction, that brand, that color, this and that. It has to stand for something. Oops. Hindi ko talaga na-coordinate yung, ano, yung, yung may Tiffany tapos, bakit may Tiffany and pink tinsel? Okay, mag-purple na ako next time. Anyway, may excuse lang tayo, masuit natin ito, matagal natin. Masuit, sayang naman, di ba? Anyway, um, no, mga kameta, I'm, I'm just saying this, di ba? Um, there has to be a mechanism, maybe not Angat Buhay, maybe not Lenny, but there has to be a mechanism that provides funding and support na hindi corrupt, na may transparency, na may crowdfunding, na hindi lang nakasalalay dun sa mga gusto ng isang oligarch or dalawa, ay hindi yung mga ganang katrapuan. No, there has to be a fund because kailangan ng pera for organization and mobilization. Given that, guys, uh, let's just be brutally realistic about it. If you want to uh, organize on a national scale, if you want to really bring about change, structure the forms, you need to invest, right? And, and that means you need resources. So you need a fund that pushes for grassroots, grassroots uh, reforms, structural reforms. And this could happen at the level of Bicol, at the level of Naga, at the level of Luzon, at the level of Luzvin, Mindanao. Like, it should happen at multiple levels, no? And my point is, I'm not suggesting one mechanism or one person or one party, but there should be something outside dun sa mga institutional estado natin. Because let's just be brutally honest, pagdating sa mga institution na estado natin, especially at national level, parang isa lang yung opposition natin dyan, di ba? Pinakikinig natin yan kapon, mga kameta, di ba? Tignan mo yung voting kapon sa Maharlika. No? Isa lang nag-no, ang dami naghanash, tapos nag-yes rin pala. Alright? And then, si Nancy Binay, na some were thinking she will kind of make a, you know, nag-abstain na lang. Yung iba naman, Nag-absent na lang. So, literally, you're just left with one person who said no. So, what's going on here? Right? So, you really have just one person representing a genuine opposition or at least a conviction-based, principled opposition right there. So, alaka na problema mo dyan because as, as heroic as Riza Ondivero's uh, interventions have been, she's alone, Right? And alone, there's just so much change you can do, no matter how good or great you may be, right? All the great people we talk about in human history, whether from good side, bad side, conservative, liberal, whatever, none of them would have been great if not for the broader groupings, institutions, and forces of history that catapulted, catapulted them into universal consciousness, right? You don't believe me? Read War and Peace by Tolstoy. Just the first 15 pages gets mo nang sinasabi ko. You don't, you, need, you don't need to read social science. Just read literature, you'll get what I'm saying. So there, for instance, Tolstoy talks about uh, the role of the Grand Acme, the role of historical forces, etc. in making Napoleon Napoleon. Otherwise, Napoleon would have been just whatever, another Corsican nobody in France, right? France. So you need a mechanism for supporting good governance, right? Now, it doesn't have to be super billions of dollars, a la Maharlika fun, although, you know, four, five, ten billion dollars is, is, is laughable in the world of sovereign wealth funds of 500 billion, one trillion dollar, etc. No? Tignan mo anong meron sa Norway, sa Saudi Arabia, those kinds of countries. No? At katulad ng sinabi natin kaapon, mga kamet, I'm not even sure that the Philippine Maharlika fund is anywhere close to the standards that the Indonesian version of a sovereign investment fund has. Right. And by the way, the, the Indonesian sovereign uh, just fund, fund is not named after a certain political legacy, right? It's not like 
uh, New Order Suharto New Order Investment Fund. Because that's what Marlika Fund is, right? It clearly harkens back to the Marcos era. Clearly, right? So the investment fund of Indonesia is not called the New Order Investment Fund. Or I don't know, Sukarno, I don't know, neo anti neo colonialist whatever, right? Or, or in, it was not even named like something like Nusan, uh, like Majapahit. I mean, you know Majapahit. What was that? Panchasila, sorry, Panchasila. I think my basic principles were established by Sukar. No, indeed. Very professional. Invest. Uh, so my point is, I don't know. It's anjan na eh. Anjan na yung Marlika Fund. So anong gagawin natin? Tapos na eh. Wala eh. Isa lang talaga yung real opposition mo sa Senate. So anong maasahan mo dyan? Diba? Anong maasahan mo dyan? So there's just so much you can do. But, dapat kaysa cynicism or just being negative or just throwing, you know, the towel in, in the, you know, into the ring and say, so, dapat isipin mo long term because there could be 10 more Maharlika funds down the road. Alam mo na, diba? There could be many problems with Maharlika funds or maybe not, maybe not. I mean, I also see the Bernie Sanders realism school of thought because there was a time where Bernie Sanders actually, a very progressive guy, endorsed uh, Hillary Clinton. And many people were wondering, are you crazy? Why would you endorse a trapo? But this is what he said. At least with Hillary, we can hold their feet close to fire and hold her accountable. If a Trump won, good luck with that. And that's exactly what happened. When Trump won, boom. He he indulged himself with just opposing whatever the other side st stood for. That would not have been the case with, with Hillary Clinton. So anyway, so my point is... Even if you may, if even if you have misgivings about the Maharlika Fund, the actual operation of Maharlika Fund will depend also on not only the formal laws, but also on social scrutiny, on public scrutiny. So if you have an active citizenship, you have an organized middle class, you have an organized masses, you have an informed people and electorate. Not maybe today, but three years from now, five years from now, you can make sure that the Maharlika Fund, as it stands, doesn't turn out to be one MDB or whatever. Pangalawa, you want to make sure you have a movement that pushes for other forms, right? Other forms. Ayan na, yung mga pro-Trump nandyan na. Ayan mga four more, four more kawawa years. Anyway, um, four more years. Okay, now, going back to this. So you also need kind of a fun, a movement, a kind of a mitochondria, if I can put it that way. A political mitochondria for mobilization nationwide on a sustained matter. Kasi hindi pwede madaan lang yan sa slogan, sa TikTok videos lang here and there, sa pag-good feels and good vibes here. I mean, those things are important individually, but you need something that strings them all together. And for that, you need a serious mechanism. So maybe Angat Buhay Fund, I don't think they have anything like that, or they're probably not even planning on doing something else. But in something along those lines, mga kameta, is extremely important. Something like an Angat Buhay Fund that stands for good governance reforms, initiatives, and who knows if opposition one day takes over the government, 2028, whatever, or there are more senators, Lenny is there, Riza is there, Bam probably is there, whatever, Kiko is there. Then they can collectively push for other initiatives that can counterbalance whatever negative externalities that may come out of Marlika Fund. Nevertheless, hindi naman tayo partisan or bitter dito, so I just hope the Maharlika Fund will really deliver the best things that are out there. But given some inherent concerns about Maharlika Fund, given the current good governance or lack of good governance environment in the Philippines, then instead of just whining and attacking that, 
do something else. Come up with something else. And come up with a situation whereby you just don't have one senator saying no. Yung iba na lang nag-abstain or absent na lang. Iba, ang dami hanash nag-yes lang pala. That you have 10 more Rizal Tiveras there in the Senate at least. And potentially even one president there down the road. For that, you need a good governance movement. For a good governance movement, you need organization mobilization. For organization mobilization, you need sources and funding. And the funds can be crowdfunded. So if each of supporters, let's say, isipin mga 15 million ang bumoto kay Lenny. Each of them get give 10 pesos lang. Makana niyan, 115 million pesos na yan, right? Each of them give 100 pesos, then so on and so forth, right? Can you imagine? Obviously, it's not going to be equal because we're looking at people with different financial capacity. So, yun yung sinasabi natin mga kameta. Yes, there are going to be concerns with red tagging. There are going to be concerns about fake news na naman, yung mga walang hiyang trolls na yan. Yes, there, but, but you have to fight the fight. Otherwise, wala na. Finish na. Uwi na lang tayo. May nanalo na. Tapos na ang usapan. Di ba? Mga kamaharlika fan dyan. Mga kasolid north dyan. Alright? Okay? Do you get what I'm saying? You have to back up a good governance rhetoric with a good governance movement and that cannot happen without the actual mobilization on the ground and that cannot happen if you don't have a good governance fund. So I think it's serious time to consider new serious things. Not just mga, you know, Whiplash responses here and there, kind of a flash in the pan here and there, kind of scatter shot here and there. No, no, no. Independent, something serious has to come out if the opposition and other side wants to really push for God, God governance in this country. Do you get what I'm saying? Like in the US, I'm not a supporter of the super PAC movement and all of that. I think it's very prone to a lot of, uh, let's call it legal corruption, if you can put it that way, and a lot of undue influence by lobbyist corporations. But the super PACs. Or, or similar funding initiatives in the U.S. can be used also to punish people who push for certain laws or initiatives that your group deems as wrong. So if you're well-funded and well-organized, you can mobilize against trapa politicians who voted for bad initiatives. Or you can mobilize, correspondingly, for good politicians who voted for good initiatives or against bad initiatives. So, hindi pwede hanggang slogan lang tayo, mga kameta. Hindi lang pwede hanggang pakwit lang, pag-good feels lang tayo. Hindi lang pwede yung every six years lang lalabas ang mga tao. Uh, you know, the great moment, there is drone, and we're watching each other, holding hands, and this and that. And then, uh, the next month, wala na, PTSD na, hindi na ako ang gusto, forget about it, mag-migrate na ako, ganang-ganang. Like, <laughs> good luck sa bansa natin, purong, mga purong ganyan na lang tayo. Good Change, not just change. Tata Digong brought change, but you know, we can talk a lot about whether that was a good change or not. But good change, transformational change, structural reforms, hindi mangyari mga kometa kung walang sustained organization and active citizenship. That is key, mga kometa. As simple as that. Puyakasha! Alright? So, tignan natin ang mangyari dito mga kometa. If ang buhay, etc., they're gonna move in the right direction. Let's look at that. At the same time, let me make it clear. I think, you know, what should I say? I wish the best for the country, right? Whoever is the president, etc., I hope that the things that they're doing will really work for the interests of the country. I'm, I'm going to watch the Marlika Fund. I'm going to check how is it going to, uh, how it's going to work. I really sincerely hope it will really deliver the best for our country. And hopefully, God willing, the investment situation globally will be much better in the coming years. I also hope that the Marlika Fund will not lead 
to solve the serious problems that a lot of the critics or former experts and officials have been raising. We can talk about that separately in a different vlog. For instance, an ex-BSB governor talk about this could lead to higher taxes, this could lead to this and that, this and that, especially if there's... I still wish the best for any fund for the Filipino people. As simple as that. At the same time, you cannot just... Hope is not a policy, as I always say. Hope is not a policy. You have to have countermeasures. You have to have plan B. You have to have countervailing forces just in case things don't work in the right direction. So just whining online, just attacking the Maharlika fund, just making jokes about it or conspiracy theory, that's not going to solve anything. It's just going to make people more cynical and make people willing to give up on the country or leave the country or both. Something concrete has to be done. Lenny got 15 million votes. If each of her supporters just gives 10 pesos, she already has a good seed money to get a movement started, right? And good projects started. And from there, who knows? It could snowball. But things have to start somewhere, mga kameta. Nothing is easy. Pagdating sa politika, especially kung mara ang, ang lalim ng ugat ng trapo politics sa bayan mo. And I don't want to blame one family, one dynasty, etc. This is a systemic crisis we have in our country. We want the Philippines to be better. And as I said, whoever is the president, I wish him or her the best. At the same time, we have to do our part and we have to look at different initiatives to push the government to do the right thing and to encourage and support the government also when they're doing the right thing. All right, mga kameta? So on that note, thank you very much. Maraming salamat, guys. Thank you very much sa lahat mga na-comment dito. Ayan, dami na mga Teresita, Terenal. Ayan, ayan na si, ano, just your average Joe, Knight Armor. Ayan, mga pro-Trumper dyan, nandyan na rin. Ayan, thank you very much dyan sa... Yeah, thank you very much a lot for support us at Ayan si Amigo Salvatore is also there. Yeah, thank you very much also mga kameta natin dito sa kabila. Sa kabila talaga. Thank you Riz Ani, Ma'am Justin Lumberio, Ed Clavel, Don Liamzon, Brav Piet, Marl Escobar, Angeline Simons, JC Serences, Ranil Neronio. Yeah, thank you so so much sa inyong lahat. Kay Manay She, Eden Olonan, of course. Thank you so much also, ma'am. Kay Jeff Espirito. Yan. Kay JC Capanias. Yan. Michelle Andrea. Yan. Yan. Talaga yung mga marami nagmamahal sa atin. Mga kameta, thank you very much. And, well, I saw ma'am Lenny actually, attorney Lenny actually responded to one of my tweets about the need for good governance fund. Maybe she can check it out. Maybe I, I might give her idea. Again, let me be very clear. No color, pink, whatever, has monopoly on patriotism or good governance uh, initiatives for the country. Whether supporter ka ng kahit sino. Lacson, Isco, I don't know. Whoever. Tulfo, whatever. We all want the best for our country, but it, we cannot just wish it. Hope and wish is not a policy. They're not a policy, right? We need actual initiatives on the ground now in a world had i had the 15 million votes i would have mobilized that very aggressively after the elections not 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 to create political opposition no no really push for some governance and reform serious governance reform uh, as of now someone else is in that position so maybe they can, they can leverage it but everyone has their own uh contribution to make and in in my case again i'm not necessarily against this administration or that administration, I look at policies on a case-to-case -case basis. You saw that we said many good things about when good things happen on foreign policy. You saw my, on this hand, on the other hand, when it comes to the Maharlika issue. But I hope the Maharlika 
initiative will deliver the best for the Filipino people. And in the meantime, I hope the opposition also looks at ways to make sure that they have alternative mechanisms to push for good governance in the country and to ensure that we have mobilized active citizenry. On that note, maraming salamat mga kameta. Thank you very much. God bless. Adios.